Let's turn it into a weekend of love with some great tips on enhancing your marriage with Robert Kosick on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070 and FM 103.3. The answer. America! I know it's pouring rain here in America's fourth largest city, but not all around the country. Not the East Coast yet, but some of y'all have some sunshine. Um, this is the time of the show, which we couldn't do last week. I did the national show. But this is the time of the show. We take a break from all the agita, all the aggravation, all the spilkas in the Yiddish, um, and focus on what God ordains and the godless Jew-hating Democrats in Hollywood hate. And it's called marriage. It's Genesis 2, 24, and it is what it is. It's a wonderful manual for life. It's man and woman coming together and before, before their families and community and the Lord and joining as one and cle- cleaving and it's refreshing it brings the blood pressure down in this messy crazy world look you're stuck in traffic and it's lousy nothing better than getting home tonight to you, the arms of your beautiful wife beautiful husband and snuggling in that cozy cave now, if you don't have a cozy cave that's when it sucks because you're coming from stress to stress so what, what if we can help so we created our world famous marriage talk segment uh, a decade ago and my wingman for this op has been the writer uh, Robert Kosick. Now, we met when he wrote the book called Honor the Vow, V-O-W, honorthevow.com. And he's been writing the content. And the two of us, the, the two schmucks, have been talking about this, and now it's become the most popular segment and where husbands and wives or sometimes couples in trouble tune in. And to our world-famous marriage talk segment, Robert Kosick, happy Friday, buddy. Hey, happy Friday, and glad to be back home and not traveling anywhere again. So. Ain't that the truth? Now, that's, yeah, we, yeah. that's you're in a happy marriage. There are people, and I remember talking to one of my family members who, who did not like to go home after a long day because he, him and the missus were miserable, and he just he would stay at the office till eight or eight thirty just so he wouldn't have to spend a lot of time with them when he got home. Uh, that's sad. We we just completed about six thousand miles worth of travel over the last five weeks, and with the family and together twenty four seven on and off, you know, during that time. And about four thousand of that was driving, and uh, wow. you know, driving around the Grand and driving around the Grand Canyon, where there really isn't much to look at. You know, all you have is each other, and we were great. And it's it's wonderful to be in a great marriage where you can do that, and you don't sit there and, and just dread. Oh man, four and a half hours in the car, I can't believe it. But it was like, yeah, no big deal. That's fun when you dig each other. Yeah. Love it. Yep. Love it. All right. So here, folks, go to our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show, as we chill and focus on the glory, sanctity, holiness, and I had steaminess of marriage. Sam Malone Show, it's uh, marriage tip number 341, Mr. Kostick has written. I'll read it. He'll respond. Here we go. For our world-famous marriage talk segment. Attention bias, also known as tunnel vision, is the ability to pay attention to certain things while simultaneously ignoring other things. In marriage, attention bias will cause you to replay over and over the documentary you've created about your spouse. That documentary can be positive or it can be negative. It's your choice. Example, every time you have a disagreement with your spouse, he or she walks away before the problem is resolved. Okay? Negative attention bias is focusing on the negative, ignoring any positives. So here we go. Replay when you're going through it in your mind. Replay. He doesn't care about my feelings or my emotions. Robert Kosick, marriage coach. 
So, so today we're gonna we're gonna meddle a little bit, and hopefully we'll we'll help couples think through what's actually happening and see if they can't change your mindset a little bit because this can be a very very dangerous place. This storyline that you keep replaying in your mind because what happens is self fulfilled prophecy, if you will. And if you think it constantly and constantly and constantly thinking it, it's actually gonna make it happen. Right. It probably never was supposed to happen from the very beginning. So so this you know you're in an argument. Your spouse walks off. I hear this all the time, uh, particularly uh, the husbands will be like, I can't take it anymore. I'm walking out. And in the middle of the conversation, they just leave. And the wife then comes back and she replays in her head constantly. He doesn't care about my feelings. He doesn't care what I think about. It's all about him. He's just leaving. He doesn't want to resolve this. And they get really upset about that. And they replay that over and over again, which then takes you to the next step, which is the emotions that that triggers, which is the anger and the frustration. And you deep-rooted hurts. And it's, it's hard to get past that. And the bottom line response then is going to be, well, I guess he doesn't love me. And once you start that and you replay that over and over, every time you go into one of these discussions and he walks off from the discussion, that same scenario plays over and over again. And you just assume he doesn't love me. And that's the quickest route to a divorce. Um, emotions on our world famous marriage talk segment. Um, talk about that. The emotions of kind of like you know, you're thinking about he's walking away before you close the, uh, close the topic of the argument. Yeah, so, so if you're thinking about that, if you're replaying in your head that he doesn't care anything about me, well, that's going to hurt that, that because you're, you're one at this point. You're married. You're supposed to be a team and everything good, and now you're not. And that, the closer you are, the deeper the hurts are, right? i got twin girls. So when, when they hurt one each other, they're so close that it just it hurts more. Excuse me, it hurts more. Right. Same thing with your spouse. You love your spouse. You're a team. You're so close together. That, that if something goes wrong, it just really, really hurts a lot, uh, as opposed to Bonehead walks by you and says, I can't stand your shirt. And you're like, well, I don't even know you or care about you. I don't really care if you like my shirt. Right. Go sweep the highway. Right? You don't care. But when they're close, it really hurts. And that's one of these things. When you start replaying this in your mind, true or not, you're replaying that. It's going to have some really deep stuff, which makes you angry because you want that person to be close to you. You want them to, to love you. And in your mind, they're not. Now, we're going to get to in a minute. You're probably wrong, but, but that's where you are. And that, that, that is a really right. bad place to be. World-famous marriage talk segment, Sam Malone Show. It's on our Facebook page. Response. So you, got the, the, you replay it over and over. Then you got the emotion. Then the, the response from the wife. He must not love me. He walked away when we were arguing. <laughs> so, so right off the bat, let's be clear. Love is a choice. So when someone walks in, and I get this all the time, says, my wife says she doesn't love me anymore. And I always say, so she chose to not love you anymore. Like, no, she said she doesn't feel it anymore. Like, well, that's not what your vow said. Your vow said, I am choosing to love you no matter what. There was no feelings, no conditions. It's like, I'm choosing to do that. So if you tell your spouse, I don't love you anymore, that's a choice right off the bat. But that's what they're doing here. They're choosing to think because of their action, they must not love me. Therefore, I'm not going to love them back. And now we're done. World famous marriage talk segment. Uh, and then you got your, so that was the negative attention bias. Now you got positive attention bias. Um, the husband walks away before the argument's finished. You got your replay, your emotions, and your response. And those are the opposite, like replay. He's walking away before you get too angry, which is the other way, right, Mr. Kozak? Yeah, so a lot of guys will think, I'm getting really, really angry here, and I'm about to say stuff that I know I won't be able to take back, and I know we're going to hurt you because I'm going to say it out of my anger. So the respectful and honorable thing for me to do is to protect you. I'm going to walk away from this thing before I get to a point where I can't control what I'm about to say. Kind of an honorable way to do that, but a stupid way to do that because you're just walking away. You're not giving them any indication of what you're doing. 
But that may be what he's really trying to right. do. I'm so frustrated. I don't understand what's going on. I don't want to hurt you, so I'm going to just back off for a minute because that's the quickest, easiest way I know to keep me from hurting you. So that may be what he's actually doing is retreating to recuperate and to get his right. thoughts thing in, and to calm down before he reengages in that conversation. All right, world-famous marriage talk seven. Let me jump down to response. The husband and wife are arguing. The husband walks away before they've closed on a positive response as well. He must love me. He walked away. On the other one was like, he must not love me. He walked away while we're arguing, Mr. Kosick. Yeah, so if all you're focused on is that negative, you're thinking, well, he doesn't love me. He doesn't care about my feelings, that, 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 right? This one you're saying, well, maybe he's doing this for an honorable reason. I don't like what he's doing, but at least he's doing it in his mind. It's the right thing to do. So that generates respect and, and, and somewhat of an attraction because he's at least trying to protect me, even though I don't like the way he's doing it. So I actually love him for that, and I'm glad that he wants to do it that way. We just need to talk a little bit about how we execute that because that's not the best right. way in my mind to get it. But at least he's trying and he's doing it out of his love for me to protect me. Therefore, it's an act of love, not necessarily an act of hate. Man, that's strong from our marriage coach, uh, Robert Kosick, on our world-famous marriage talk segment. And I'll add, it's on here on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Negative attention bias shuts down communication, leads to emotional separation, and a high probability of divorce. Ugh. Positive attention bias affords the opportunity for open communication, emotional connection, and the ability to develop a better approach than just walking away. So real quick, our hot and heavy marriage tip, also the uh, the dessert to our world-famous marriage talk segment, is keep the fire burning. When talking about fire, most people will list three required elements, oxygen, fuel, and heat. While all three are required to keep a fire burning, there's actually a fourth element, and without it, there'd be no fire. The reaction. So while you may have oxygen, fuel, and heat, if you never or rarely bring those things together to create a reaction, your fire will burn out. Robert Kosick. So you got to keep feeding the fire, and you got to do a full circle on feeding the fire. And I'm just trying to get folks to understand you can have any one of those one components because people say, yeah, we go on dates. Well, do you do anything else? Yeah, well, we do this or we do that. Well, you got to put them all together. They're all working together to generate this connection that's so critical to the marriage. And so you got to have that culmination of all those three things coming together to produce the real fire at the end. And so you should do that. Have fires often. Amen. <laughs> and unplug from the godless, the commie money groping Hollywood folks who urinate and relieve themselves on the concept of marriage with their, uh, yeah. with, with their ridiculous lifestyles. There are godless lifestyles or unholy lifestyles. As I said, Genesis 2, yeah. 2, 4, that's where the, the playbook, right? That's where the manual begins for marriage, correct? Yeah. And I can tell you, as a little side note, you can tell where people are coming from if they want to have an idea without actually asking them. You see a couple get married. I know you just went to Tony's uh, wedding. And it's interesting when people get married, what their perspective is. In some reasons, they say, good luck. In other areas, they say, congratulations, that's wonderful. And if they have God at the center of that marriage and they are looking at it, picking each other up and putting each other on a pedestal and all that great stuff that we talk about every single week, it's congratulations. You're about to embark on one of the greatest adventures ever. If you don't have that, it's good luck. you got a 50-50 or a worse chance of making it, so knock yourselves out. Dude, I'm so stealing that. <laughs> I should have said that. Why, why didn't you say, tell me, I, that's a great line. Instead of good luck, that's great. You congratulations on this incredible journey that you two are about to embark, uh, a journey of love, of success, sometimes bumps in the road, but all sheltered by the Lord uh, with your family alongside him. Oh, damn. Come on, yeah. man. Why don't you tell and me? So, 
I'll tell you, so you can steal it. It's all yours. It's all yours. And here's another one. I saw a plaque while we were traveling, and I know you got to go, but I, I'm telling you, I saw a plaque while we were trying to go. Should we talk about this as well? It said, uh, the perfect marriage is two imperfect people who have chosen to not give up on themselves, give up on each other. And I thought that was so right. We're, we're imperfect, yep. and we're not giving up. We've got this beautiful journey ahead of us. It's going to have twists and turns and detours, but it's going to be a fantastic journey if we do it together. It's God's world. It's God's world. He's perfect. We're not. Yep. Well said. There you go. Robert Costick. America, follow the content as everybody does. If you can't catch us at the bottom of the 8 o'clock hour central, follow on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. It is. You, sir, I mean, you know, because we get the emails. I did an interview last yeah. week, last Saturday, on another radio station. And they yep. asked, what kind of response do you get? And I said, about one or two emails a week. And each one gives me a chill when I read it. That it'll be like, you saved our marriage, or thank you, or... I wish I had done. I wish I had listened to you guys uh, during my first marriage or whatever. So right. uh, y'all been reaching out, and it really is the most amazing thing that touching lives, touching hopefully saving marriages, because it is a generational uh, issue. Where's the mom and dad are happy, and they have a strong marriage. The kids see that. The next kid can see that. The next kids, daughters see how they should be treated by their husbands by watching the mom and dad. Sons see how they should treat you know wives watching mom and dad. So it's a great thing. Thanks for your help in all this. Yeah. Uh, my pleasure and happy to be a part of it. In case anybody is discouraged, this is only seven or eight minutes a week. That's it. And you get those kind of responses from people. So it, it's not rocket science. You can turn this marriage around. You just got to be willing to put the work in for it. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, this concludes our world-famous marriage talk segment for the ninth day of July. Robert Kosick, follow him at honorthevow.com. Reach out to him if you want to talk. Get the book. Have a rock and roll weekend, buddy. You too. You have a blessed weekend and safe travels for Denise. Will do. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Oh, this is uh, Neil Sedaka. That's right. Wow, this is from like the 70s? Yeah. Outstanding. I just feel better when we do our marriage talk segment. Back in a second, AM 1070, the answer.